0: you're listening to The Tech Box. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 55 of The Tech Box. Uh, This is going to be a slightly unusual episode because there's just me Richard here uh, this evening Um, and that means it's it's going to be a little bit of a short show I guess. Um, but that's because I want to do a little bit of a chat about what it's like to to live with the Huawei version of Android uh, and, and uh, since I'm the only one who's been playing with a Huawei Android phone uh, or at least one since Mr Trump got his way um, that kind of means you're stuck with me for a bit. Now, uh, as somebody who uh, professionally has to spend their whole time being grey there is actually quite a stubborn streak in me that likes trying out different things and... Um, When Mr. Trump decided he was going to start his trade war on Huawei, uh, I was really quite upset because it was the day after I received uh, the P30 Pro, uh, a phone which I still have and still enjoy. Um, And also, because I don't believe it's anything to do with um, secrecy at all, I think it's to do with trade. You probably remember he said about ZTE before he started on Huawei. Uh, So I think this is just a case of Mr. Trump being his usual self. Um, so when the P40 range came out, I, I first of all thought, well, I'd really quite like the, the P40 Pro. Uh, and then a little bit of sanity restored itself. And I thought, well, I can actually get the chance to play with this uh, this sort of setup of, of Android without spending the sort of money on a 40 Pro. Um, because they brought out a phone called the P40 Lite. And so in front of me I have a P40 Lite which, I have to say, uh, probably serves as quite a useful reminder for just how much phone you get for, in this case, £279. Uh, It came with a a Huawei Band 4, which is actually fairly useless to me because I have an allergy to silicon straps, but, um, you know, to to, to the right person it's definitely uh, quite a nice little plus, so the the phone itself is really not very expensive. Um, Just to very briefly describe it, because most people won't be too fussed about that, I don't suppose, Uh, It's um, a very nice little phone, beautiful screen. I'm just going to compare it with my Pixel 4 size wise. It's a little bit wider and a little bit taller than a Pixel 4. Um, And it's got a classic Huawei screen, it really is a very nice screen. Um, And of course when it powers up it, it it starts off looking very much like any other Android phone. Except that you get to a point where it's ready to go, and at that point, it's kind of obvious that you don't have uh, Google mobile services on there, there's no Play Store to uh, add apps from, Uh, and so at that point, you kind of have to start playing. Now, I'm going to start by saying anybody who's a bit of a geek can set this phone up to do pretty much whatever they want with it. Um, I don't actually, at the moment, have. Any apps that I want to put on it, not on it, with, the, with one or two exceptions, we'll come to them in a minute. Um, but with a little bit of inventiveness and a little bit of uh, knowing where, where to go for things and how to get things, you end up with a really, really acceptable uh, phone that actually doesn't really miss Google very much at all. Now, I, just before we go onto the phone, I, I want to just very quick, quickly look at um, Steve Litchfield's view of, of the Huawei phone. Uh, from the point of view of the software and his suggestion that this is the ideal phone if you don't like Google and want to be outside Google uh, and and whatever. Well, I I don't personally subscribe to that view, um, mostly because I don't actually have any problem being involved with Google. And indeed, I use Gmail. Uh, and I'm quite used to using uh, various Google apps. Uh, there's just this problem that Mr. Trump doesn't want Huawei to have anything to do with Google. And, and I think it's very odd in that context that um, you know, Facebook and Microsoft are allowed to deal with uh, Huawei, but but Google isn't. Um, it seems a bit inconsistent to me. But anyway, I think if, if there were a huge demand for um, other ecosystems, then at least two phones that I've had before and uh, really liked, or at least two operating systems, I suppose I should say, uh, that I've had before and really liked, would have been much more of a success than they were, and that's BlackBerry 10 uh, and the Jollo phone, uh, And both of those... Uh, operating systems had a really good Android emulation program in there, that would run an awful lot of Android programs without any difficulty. So I don't think that, you know, you you can really approach this from a, I want to do Android, but I don't want Google, because I think they would have had more success if so. Um, I'm gonna look at this from a different angle, as somebody who uses a lot of Google services and finds themselves with a phone that has no access to Google mobile services. Okay, so when you switch on the phone, as I say, you've got a sort of basic set of Huawei apps. Um, You know, they're they're the sort of standard thing, you know, calculator, web browser, uh, and so on. Um, An awful lot that you don't have there that you might want to have there. Uh, And so the first thing you do, of course, is to go and look in the Huawei app gallery. Now, it's very obvious from the Huawei app gallery that there are an awful lot of apps on it. Unfortunately... There aren't an awful lot of the apps that I actually want to use on it. There are some, and and it's also noticeable that they're putting a lot of effort into getting more and more apps on there each day, um, and and it is a curated store of a similar sort of thing to the Play Store. It's just that uh, there is a definite preponderance of of Chinese apps and and Southeast Asian apps, um, things that aren't necessarily so relevant here. You know, th- things like. Um, uh, for example, uh, Metro Guides for Metro in Thailand, that sort of thing. Um, so you fairly sh- soon kind of get to the point, well, I've got a few apps on here, but actually now I've got a bit of a problem. Huawei well, have thought about that, and actually in a lot of cases, they they don't actually have the app on their store, but they have a link to um, another app store where uh, you will find that app. Uh, and uh in, in this case um they uh if I take if I take for example um Facebook, you will see that when it when it loads up it, it, instead of saying Facebook it says download app to link directly from Facebook.com. So you know that that will get you uh to to Facebook's own website where you can download their their Android app. Or it will direct you to the website APK Pure, which is a, a curated app store, which I did quite a lot of digging around to see what I thought about the security on that. And it, it seems to be the case that, that people regard it as a responsible site and that nothing very much uh, bad comes out of it. But it's got to be said as well, it does feel a little bit in- uncomfortable going to a, a third party store. It, it also has a disadvantage as well, which is that it serves up with Google apps that do require Google mobile services, but we'll come back to that in a minute. Huawei well, have thought about that to a degree uh, in that the P40 has uh, in, built in and, and already up and running um, a vast um, antivirus. Uh, so when anything's installed it, it checks it for viruses, it checks it for safety and, and it, it pauses and sort of runs a safety check on, on anything you want to install. So I think on the whole if you stick to relatively um, well-known um, app stores then you're going to be okay Uh, it it will feel a little bit strange i remember this with the jolla phone the jolla phone defaults to the yandex store and yandex is a a russian uh, app store Uh, and so you kind of wonder a little bit where you're at but it it, it, uh, unlike the jolla uh, huawei have put in here proper virus scanning of apps you would like to think they're okay um, so so that that is where you get to with the APK Pure web store. But you're still going to find, if you do that, that there are apps that you want and aren't Google Apps that aren't on APK Pure. They aren't on, on Huawei App Gallery. And the sort of default place to go then is the Amazon App Store, which you may not be familiar with, but if you go onto Amazon, they have their own app store. It's primarily there, I guess, to support um the various Kindle devices that Amazon sell but also they don't have a problem if anybody else downloads apps from there. So you can fill in most of the the gaps that way. Now so far so good. You may use it then you make a list of of apps that you want and and on on this uh, device I've got for example I've got Spotify uh, Microsoft OneDrive, Facebook, Telegram, Zoom, MeWe Instagram, all the BBC apps, uh, some uh, Interestingly enough, Steve said in one of his articles that no home automation apps are there, well Hive works fine, so do my Neos smart cameras, Um, so does Alexa for example, so there are home automation things there that just may not be the home automation things you were planning on using at the time. Um, What are the gaps? Well, you're going to come across a number of apps that say, like if I launch MiWi for example, Mewe comes up when it la- launches it says "Mewe won't run without google play services which are not supported on your device which you would think was a complete showstopper but you press ok and then miwi seems to run absolutely fine there's no discernible difference to it running on any android device i can uh, send and receive messages chat and all, all these sort of usual things no difficulty whatsoever there, are, there is a small number of apps where that sort of performance is what happens that you you think it isn't going to work but then it does i have for a few apps where it appears it's going to work and then it it won't do in fact and that can be a bit frustrating but what is noticeable is sometimes all they actually need is a reinstall so an example of that is amazon photos which is a very very like google photos which installs and opens and starts to work and then without warning shuts down all the time Um, that I've got to the point where I almost wanted to um, remove it um, but then I got an update through to it and it's been fine ever since so you know you can be a little bit you have to be a little bit inventive that's certainly true now the the real um, interesting thing about this is that most things just run absolutely fine they run like you would expect them to um, this is for me never going to be a primary device so it hasn't got any banking apps on there uh, I don't know how the banking apps would be regarding security. I'd like to think that their security um, software would would say, no, this isn't actually an approved uh, phone, and you can't put that uh, software on there. Clearly, you're never going to be able to use payment services with this phone unless and until Huawei Pay makes its debut in Europe, and I think you know that's likely to be a fair while, if at all. Uh, when you think of what the uptake is at the moment of Samsung Pay, Huawei's got a, a long, long way to go. Um, but i got to say, on the whole, um, it, it's actually been very interesting just finding out what does and doesn't work. To give some examples, some Google apps work absolutely fine. Snapseed works fine, for example, so if you want to edit some photos, uh, Snapseed is there, you can use it just like on any other phone, I guess that's probably because of its heritage, They you know, Google bought Snapseed in and they don't seem to have done anything with it that stops it working on on a Huawei version of, of Android. Um, Oh dear, I've now pressed TalkSport. We don't want that, do we? Um, TalkSport is on there. Um, what you, you do kind of find sometimes, I'll use a Google apps The other one is Google Keyboard works fine. I'm using Google Keyboard on there. It works just as, just the same way as it would do on, on any other uh, Android phone that does have Google mobile services on there. So it's a bit of a case you don't need to despair. In fact, if I'm absolutely honest, I've really enjoyed the challenge of setting this up. Um, it, it is a little bit of a challenge. Um, and... And there are things I've found that, that I can't get to work. So what can't you get to work? I can't get um, most of the Twitter programs I like to use to run. But I went through all the sort of old Twitter programs i would bought over the years and came across Tweetcaster. Uh, Tweetcaster's quite a nice app and it runs absolutely fine. And, and actually, I don't mind using it on this phone. It's not what I'm using on the others. Um, but it's, it's nice enough. It does the job. In some ways, it's quite a refreshing change. Um, it, uh, it really starts to fall apart a little bit with anything that needs Google Maps. Um, so I normally use for navigation, I use Waze. Um, right at the moment, of course, there isn't very much op- option to use Waze, or, or indeed Opportunity. Um, but it just simply won't work. You can't get Google Maps to work that way. Um, so, uh, as Steve pointed out, the old Nokia Maps is now called Here We Go. Uh, it's still there, it's still available, and it works just fine. Uh, and in fact looking at it I can see it's actually rather more fully featured than it was last time I used it which probably would have been two or three years ago Uh, if I were using this phone in the car I'd be quite happy to use that as a a navigation app it it always seemed to be perfectly okay I went to Waze for the dynamic rerouting I'm not sure whether um, Here We Go does that it certainly has more traffic information than it used to so anyway, Google Maps, not really a uh, showstopper on that score. Um, let's look at the other Google services that I use regularly and, and see how you can solve that problem. Um, starting with, with Gmail, that's actually relatively easy. Uh, Gmail uh, works just fine in Huawei's client. Uh, you don't need to really do anything as long as you don't mind using Huawei's email client. Well, that's at least as fully features. For example, uh, Apple Mail is on the iPhone. Um, sure, you, I haven't even tried to, look, to to load the Gmail app but I can't see that it would work but the you know, the Huawei um, one works fine and incidentally on that score I've seen it said that notifications don't work on the P40 series well, I can't talk about any of the others, certainly but uh, notifications seem to work absolutely fine for me on the P40 Lite um, I mean, it tells me at the moment I've got an email and indeed I do have an email um, so I, I'm not having a problem with notifications so maps, I can get around Um, email works anyway that then brings me on to uh, a couple of other services that are fairly important to me Um, the first one um, is the lesser important of the two it's getting contacts onto the phone because of course you can't sync to Google contacts but I actually found out how to make that sync almost by accident uh, and that is if you allow uh, Telegram to uh, have all of your contacts uh, on a an iphone or on the desktop or or anywhere else um, telegram takes the, those contacts and has them sitting in contacts on uh on the huawei um, and lo and behold you can update the huawei contact manager from telegram so you kind of uh, sync the um the contacts in you know, I think probably only in a one way direction is my guess but I don't add lots and lots of contacts in fact there's probably 100 in there that I don't actually use that I've never sort of bothered to, to remove but but getting contacts in there was no problem so when I want to dial I can look, look up a contact and press the phone number for a call and just like on any other um, Android phone um, one that caused me a little bit more trouble was uh, Google Calendar, um, because, of course, that I do use quite a lot. Um, and I rummaged around uh, in, and found, I can't remember which app store it was in now, I think it was in, in uh, AP Co-Pure, but I found a really good uh, calendar uh, program, uh, whose name it leaves me for a moment, it's called Business Calendar 2. Uh, it's a, a program produced by uh, a German software house and I think it costs about £5 to register it which I will do in due course although actually I don't think I need it but but that logs into uh, Google Calendar uh, and syncs both ways I've I've tried test appointments in that and um, the best part about it is it's actually a really nice graphical calendar I, I I don't think I've ever bothered with a a non sort of standard calendar app but I think I probably will start using this as the, the calendar app that I really like so um terms of the main services mail uh, contacts calendar um, maps either they work or i can find a way to get them work or i can find a way around any problems that uh, might arise from them not working so so on that score i'm really fairly happy uh, from a a social media point of view, uh, I haven't tried WhatsApp, although I believe it works. But that's only because I don't want to keep having to move my uh, my SIM round to to use that phone. Um, Telegram works, uh, Facebook works, MeWe works, Instagram works. All of those, they all work. Uh, so in terms of social media, I'm perfectly happy with that. Um, where I have had to be a little bit um, drawing on on uh, memories of how we used to do things primarily on Windows Phone. Uh, is um, I subscribed to a couple of newspapers and both of those uh, didn't work. Uh, And also one of my favorite apps is Flight Radar 24 uh, the one that tracks planes and lets you follow them and and whatever. Uh, It's a sort of lazy man's version of plane spotting. You get to do it sitting in your city. Um, And that didn't work either. But what I have discovered is that the Huawei browser is very, very good at making web apps out of things. So um both of the newspapers uh it's made a nice little web app for those and it remembers the username and password uh flight radar 24 similarly is available on the desktop and the web app works just fine and again uh, it saves the uh, username and password so the funny thing about it is really that, that i mean it takes a second or so to load which you might not see i suppose if it were um a, a bespoke app but once it's done it uh you really can't tell the difference from using the uh, the desktop version. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the moment at a uh, Federal Expe- Express plane about to land at Stansted Airport having come from Paris. It, it, it's, 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 it's absolutely fine. And so although it is relying underneath on, on Google Maps, through the web interface it works fine. Uh, the newspapers work fine and resized properly as well in fact i've got to say i'm quite impressed with the huawei browser i've never really used it before i mean my first thought was i'd try and put um, probably samsung internet on it or something like that but but i haven't really felt a need to do that uh, at, at all it, it just works okay so 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 far i have to say i'm really quite happy with it uh, oh yes youtube uh, there are a couple of programs that allow you to download from youtube or else you can look at it in the um in, in the in the browser uh, that works just fine um it, it it's the case really at that point that I, I thought to myself well I've almost got this phone exactly where I like it um but there is in fact one still large remaining problem and that's uh Google Photos uh now I make uh, extensive use of Google Photos um and I usually have uh Amazon photos going at the same time as a sort of backup not that I really imagine Google Photos will stop but Google does have a rather odd reputation for nobbling its own software just when it was getting really popular. Um, and I don't really like the idea of, of having all of my photos in only one place on the cloud. Um, so, uh, obviously, that was actually a fairly big one for me. Um, I, before now, when um, on Windows Phone, used to get around this by... Uh, I had... Um, the photos taken on on uh, Lumia 1020, Lumia 950 and whatever I would upload those photos to OneDrive and then have the uh, machine at home set to upload pictures from uh, OneDrive into Google Photos I did try and, uh, and replicate that for now but it turned out to be a bit of a, a bit of a cockup because um unfortunately what i wasn 't able to do is to tell Google Photos to only start with pictures uh, taken after after a particular date with the result that instead of trying to upload my twenty or so pictures from the p forty light, it tried to upload something like thirty thousand pictures overnight and uh, in the process screwed up my my uh, my desktop computer by basically saving them all on the hard drive because they weren 't set to save on the cloud either, so I kind of um, thought well. I, I deleted all of those and uh, and sort of went back to the drawing board because I couldn't see a way of of getting um, Google Photos to only uh, look at, at the most recently taken pictures. But um, what the the good old web app comes in handy again. I made a web app, web app out of uh, Google Photos, uh, and um, you basically logs into Google, no problem at all, and then you can manually upload the photos. Now. I suppose I'd have to say it's not as convenient to manually manually upload the photos, but it isn't a complete showstopper. Uh, and uh, I found the flexibility of it was actually you know it was ba- it was better than trying to pursue an automatic approach any longer because that did seem to cause all sorts of issues when I when I got it wrong. But Google Photos works absolutely fine. I mean I, I'm going into it now and it's showing me. You know, rediscover this day, April 2015. Well, all i say is the weather looked better, and and I was on holiday. So, there's one big difference in five years. Um, So, I really don't think I have anything that doesn't do what I want it to do on here, uh, or that I can't get round. I'm not into games. Uh, I wish I were, but I don't really have the time for that. Um, Maybe I will do the next week or two. Um, But... Uh, I I can't see why they wouldn't work either. Um, The camera is pretty decent, not the greatest in low light, but it isn't a top-of-the-end phone. Um, But in the uh, Huawei Gallery, there are quite a lot of interesting editing options in there if you don't fancy using uh, Snapseed. So overall, uh, I think it's massively more usable than I kind of expected it would be. I I thought this is going to be so crippled, it will just get sent back. Um, And i didn't really have any reason to buy a 40 pro because i've got a p30 pro and uh, you know i thought there's not not really going to be any way that i can make the p40 pro do what what the p30 pro does i'm now sitting here thinking well actually maybe i could um but uh i don't really think there's a great need to it's not as if i'm too short of short of phones to play with but but in terms of is this viable uh in in the in the in the marketplace yes i think it is uh, would an ordinary member of public cope with it very well mm, probably not in all honesty but I think anybody who is prepared to experiment and play a bit shouldn't have too much difficulty um, and and all in all it was a a much nicer experience than I, I thought it would be in fact I'm, I'm really quite fond of this little phone I've, I've had more fun setting this up than any phone for quite a long time that's for sure and some of that fun has been a bit, bit of aggravation as well but some of it's been genuine delight ah i found a way around that problem um, and occasionally I've had to get a different app for example um, Pocket Cost doesn't work on, on this it, it, that does require uh, Google services um, but Podcast Addicts does, so you know again that's fine, I'm quite happy with that it, it really on the whole is a, a much better experience than I dreamed it would be I think Huawei well, are going to have a hell of a lot of problem if they uh, want to carry on with this unless they very very quickly fill up the their app store. Um, they do have a, a wish list in there. You can say I was looking for this app and I can't find it. Will you will you get it? And I think they are adding to that. But all in all um, much nicer device than I thought for in, in, in the software experience. The actual hardware I'm not at all surprised is nice. Um, eminently usable. I could certainly use this as a phone on holiday for quite some time were it not for the fact that I would probably rather have a slightly better camera on holiday. Um, but it certainly isn't a disaster and it would be really interesting to see what would happen if if huawei make a go of this because uh it it challenges a few things but in the main in the in main respects it's a perfectly normal android phone it just requires a little bit of love to to set it up and it also i suppose requires a little bit more attention to keeping it up to date because um with the various app stores i've got on here they all require you to sort of manually update the apps. But actually, on a phone that isn't going through Google, I don't mind that. It means I can keep an eye on what's being installed. Um, It's actually surprising the rate at which these apps are are in fact updated, also quite encouraging. Uh, And so far, my experience has been that the updates have made them work better on on the p40 light than they did before i mean the example of that is is amazon photos so i don't actually mind having to to check that the apps are up to date it's only what i used to do for years anyway um i mean in fact yeah as i I speak i've now got some updates on on apk pure Uh, and see what it tells me about that one um if i go into that i've got one update you know so it so it is actually uh, keeping, oh, in fact, I've got two now after that. Now I said that. Yeah, Facebook's an update and uh, Messenger is an update. So, you know, it, it is updating these things and keeping them up to date. Um, I'm actually pretty happy. Uh, I, it, it's, uh, it's a much better experience than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I certainly, if somebody were to say to me, here is a P40 Pro, um, you know, go away and play with it, it's a challenge I would be up for because I think I could get it into a situation where I'd be happy to take it on holiday as a a main camera phone. Um, And, yeah, on the whole, it's good. I mean, Facebook is now installing. It's virus scanned it. It says, no risk detected. Do you want to install? You press install, and it goes well and installs the app. Not such a terrible hardship, I don't think. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope that is of some interest to you and tells you a bit about using a a Huawei-based Android phone. Um, If one comes your way you might like to give it a go because you might think it's a, a bit of fun um or it might drive you wild uh, it just kind of depends on what your your personality type is i guess um but anyway there's my thoughts on it um thanks for listening and uh, i guess we'll be uh, back with a more normal show presently bye now